Hello and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Dan, our wonderful head of client services, and we're going to be tackling the tricky subject of setting targets, picking the right objectives for your business, and making sure you've got the right KPIs by which to measure them. In a world where there's many changes on the platforms, year-on-year data is hard because pandemic, it's really actually pretty difficult to understand how to make informed decisions with your marketing performance. So really hope you find this one useful. As always, do come and subscribe or give us a follow on social. We'd love to know what you think as well. So drop us a note or leave us a review too. And those things are really appreciated. And we thank you very much for doing them in advance. Please do them. And here we go with the episode. Thank you. All right, Dan. So um, we're going to be talking about KPIs and target setting. Mm-hmm which is a really important but slightly tricky subject that I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, I think it's um, no matter what walk of life you're in, whether it's performance marketing like ourselves or just general marketing, I think in the last year, especially post-COVID, it's become a lot more difficult to kind of understand what good is and where your like benchmark now should be because I think that water got muddied a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think quite a lot of people are in this boat and... Um, I know it's something we in the office are talking about quite regularly at the moment. And I think it's like, what is the best way of measuring success in 2022? Yep. And it's a lot different to what we've seen previously, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I think probably one of the hard things at the moment is a lot of people don't, because everything's so much up in the air compared to, say, a few years ago, that it's hard to know what good looks like for your business. Mm -hmm. And I think we're in this phase now where we're on the tail end of, not really having good year-on-year comparisons because everything's changed in the platform. Well, if you're talking about Facebook ads anyway, everything's changed in the platform. The the COVID years, if you like, <laughs> were, I think, artificially inflated for a few kind of, well, a number of brands. Yeah. Um, and the CPMs were cheaper. Exactly. It's like the perfect storm has all culminated at this point in time. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like just thinking smart about you know, what does the next six months or not even six months now come to Q4, like the next quarter, how do we benchmark success now as we go into peak, if you're an online business, for example, um, and then just thinking that year on year growth, kind of what do we want to achieve in the next 12 months? And what can we, where can we draw a line in the sand and be like, this is good. Um, this is what we're all aiming for. There's buy-in from everybody in the business. Uh, I think that's the the crucial conversation now. It's more of maybe a bigger picture thinking than living in your little silos on your platforms and, oh, we're doing really well over here, but maybe this one over here is not good. I think it's more joined up thinking than ever before. Yep. It should have been going on anyway, but it's quite easy to get stuck in your little yeah. silo. Yeah, because rewind the clock. I think it was quite easy to say, okay, we can get a five times ROS here yep. or a six times ROS there. Yeah. It was all fairly... Well, it was never 100% predictable, but it was a lot more predictable yeah. than it is now. Yeah. Whereas I think you're right. It's now kind of with data being, you know, some data missing, attribution changing. You, it's almost like we've been forced to stand back and look at a business view on it. Yeah, exactly. Like a wider view, um, which is no bad thing, really. And you're right, that should have been happening anyway Mm. but it's almost like everyone's hands have been forced so on that point you've got kind of the classic in platform metrics like cpa and roas Mm -hmm. um 
more and more and more, we're working towards what the what do the Americans call it? Mer. Oh, Mer. 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 So that's kind of total paid media spend versus total revenue. Yeah. Um, which I think is you should be looking at that because it's the P and L level exactly metric, really, yeah. isn't it? What's your take? What if say if you're an e-commerce business, what's the one kind of headline metric you should be looking at the moment? I think the mer, or whatever you want to call it, um, is the one mer. for me, purely because it's the the one that's kind of black and white at the moment. And you can trust it. Like I know yeah. how much I'm putting in this amount of money and I'm getting X amount back, whether it's three rows or four rows. Yes, your Facebook metrics might say you're at a rows of 1.5, but if you're profitably scaling and you know that, you know, the majority of your like performance marketing spend or just marketing spend is going to a specific channel there's a high degree of probability based on previous knowledge that it's doing some of the heavy lifting now you have to test that theory out and there's there's the nuclear option on that where you turn it off for a period and um see what happens but i'd say that's the the one that i think we're discussing more with clients now i'd say yeah um yeah, I don't know what you think from I agree. your experience. <clears throat> I think that should be the going to sound really fluffy. The guiding star, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the ultimate, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're right; it's fact. Yeah, you're spending this and you're getting that back. I think the difficulty within it is knowing what's working. Yeah, or like proving what's working within that, mm-hmm. because that's just a very high level view. Yeah. So, like. I th- I th- my take is that should be the the bottom line target yeah. in e-commerce anyway. Um, so then where do the platform metrics come in? So I think if you look, for example, if you're testing a new creative out, you've got probably your benchmarks for click-through rate, for example, of what uh-huh. is successful. So you can have these, what we call softer metrics, right? So click-through rate, um, you know, you can look at time on site. There's, there's softer things to gauge whether the quality of the traffic's coming through and does that relate to you know that hard that overarching like target we just spoke about so i think they're like clear line in the sands again like okay our best anything above one percent is good the rowers isn't there okay is that something we need to improve on site or not but it's clear i think the important thing for all of this is it's all got to be tangible i think that's the yeah the key thing i think looking at things like roas is still important because I think, you know, if there's something that's like 0.3 ROAS, for example, you're probably going to can it, right? Even if you don't trust it completely. So I think yeah. you still need metrics in there for the channels. But it's like you've got this overarching mer, And then underneath, it's like all the channels you're working on to know if they're being profitable, I guess. Yeah. Um, there are other tools you people are using now. There's a few. Like we've had a look into them, like Triple Whale. There's one called Northbeam which would get a bit more sophisticated, I guess. So they can say, for example, TikTok's for awareness, right? Yep. You're very rarely going to click a TikTok ad and buy, but that might, it those can track KPIs further down and be like, okay, that actually did convert. So you've got the softer metrics and then you've got this one, which is like, oh, no, this is actually a reverse of two because it was their first touch point. If you didn't have that, for example, you turn off TikTok probably because it's not profitable. Yeah. So I think everything has to, it's kind of like you need a massive pool of information now, which you didn't need before. Yeah. And I think that's the difficult thing now with a lot of people. They didn't need to process that information a lot before. And that's probably the big challenge now is like, yeah. you get all this data, 
how do I constructively and clearly look at what's working yep. and make a key decision? Yep. Which is why the mer I think is so important because if you're growing profitably, profitably, I think it then gives you opportunity to scale. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Black and white. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing is you know, is the is the site revenue on target? Mm-hmm. Is the percentage of that revenue when it comes to spend there or thereabouts correct? Yeah. Then you know that what you're you're on the right path. Yeah. And then it becomes about analysing yeah. kind of exactly what it is you can turn up and turn down. Yeah. I do think that the other important point here is that everyone's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. don't think we've had a conversation with anyone recently that hasn't been struggling with this or trying to work it out like everyone's in the same boat so i think that the sooner you can get to a set of numbers and metrics and targets that give you like a confidence in your decision making yeah you've then got a real competitive advantage because you'll be able to scale whereas others will still be working out yeah when and what to scale yeah and i think they can be as simple as we want to some brands might just want to grow some awareness and, and increase the traffic to their site because they've seen it dip. That's fine as, you've, as long as you've got that, those KPIs and goals set. Yeah. But still, I think it ha- like if you're an e-commerce business, at the end of the day, the revenue is the, the thing that underpins it all. So yeah. that's fine. But I think it's always just coming back to that overall point we were talking about, like, yep. are we growing? Yeah, so. definitely. And then how do you go about setting targets? Because, yeah. okay, you pick your, the right KPI, that's all well and good, but how do you know what to aim for? Yeah. So I think, obviously, you know, you always have the smart objectives, right? You know, um, but I think for us, it's kind of looking at what, I'll use an example of like an e-commerce business because we have probably 60% of our clients are that now. Yeah. Um, it's kind of look. I like to always look at historical data. Definitely. Um, build the picture, like long-term of what good looks like. Um, and then understanding what's needed, at, like you said, like the margin level to say for ROAS, what do we need to, to make this profitable to get buy-in from the people that control the money, for example. It's kind of working back backwards in a way is the way I always kind of yep. approach KPIs, I guess. Yep. Like what's the end point? Work back from that and those steps, what's going to influence them? Kind of set them from there. Yeah. Um and then sometimes it's just understanding, you know, if someone says, I want to row us a four, well, you, you're not going to, you have to be quite honest if you don't think you're going to achieve them yeah. as well, I think. I think that's the other challenge now is there's historically, what, like two years ago, you, like you said earlier, we can get your row us a five. You might not get that now. And I think it's just yeah. what, that way I like of working backwards kind of explains that quite nicely, I think. And yeah. Kind of, I do think that, yeah, that's a really important point as well. Like, particularly for a newer business where you don't have the luxury of historic data, yeah, it's all it is an unknown, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, like, and that's fine. Um, but you have to then approach it in a different way, and the the job then becomes about understanding what that benchmark should be. Yeah, I think there should always be a target. Yeah, 100%. you know, what's viable for the business, right? We're aiming for that to yeah. start with, but. If it's unknown, it's unknown. Yeah. You know, and every, you know, you'll know this and anyone working in an agency environment where you see different accounts will know this, that every account behaves differently. Yeah. You know, industry averages, I think, 
uh, they don't exist. Okay. Like your conversion rate will be different. Your average order value will be different. Your audience will be different. Mm-hmm. So for a new brand that hasn't got historic data, how how on earth do yeah. you know? You can literally only make an assumption off the cold hard facts of like you said there, our average order value roughly will be this, you know, they'd probably take an industry benchmark on conversion rate and that's where you'd probably yeah. set it. But it is a, there it's an evolving conversation you have to have around Definitely. the KPIs. Like this is our, this is what profitable would be, but it evolves over time once you gather more information because yeah. you might not know the peaks and the trends and the seasonality and, yeah. you know, KPIs might change through the year based on that. And it's just, you don't know until you know, which is, sounds really stupid, but it's true. But also the point around KPIs is having conversations around them all the time and not just yeah. going, but well, we were aiming for that and that was it. And we didn't know that that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. It's like that sort of thing. You can, yeah. you have to be transparent. You have to have communication. It has to underpin the bigger and wider business picture on KPIs. Yep. yep. You just, but, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I think breaking them down is also really helpful. Mm -hmm. So if your end goal is, um, you know, a ratio of, say, a blended ROAS of four from total media spend to total revenue, Mm -hmm. let's say, for example, then you've got, right, what's the cost of the traffic? Yeah. What's the engagement rate on the traffic? What's the add to cart ratio? Uh, what's What's the checkout completion ratio? What's the average order value? Yeah. And if you're tracking let's say half a dozen metrics across the consumer journey, you can then over time start to build a picture of where the improvements need to be made. Because it might not always be just the ads. It might be getting a great engagement rate, uh, great cost of traffic, getting the right people to the site. But the conversion rate's not good. It's going to fall down at the the first hurdle, isn't it? Yeah. So again, I think it's not just a... Um, is setting targets and that's important but having clarity on where the strengths are and where the the blockers are is also really important then you know where to focus yeah i just think that's a really important yeah because sometimes we've seen it right where you just unlock that all the the add to cart abandonment rates unusually high and it's just a small tweak on that yeah and then suddenly your in-platform row suddenly looks yeah. better your conversion rate these things all tie together to work towards that kpi which is why there's yeah. different teams working on these functions i said it earlier you've got to talk to each other because it, it, otherwise you'd just be there for example saying we've got a, uh, a click-through rate on our ad of 1.5 it's way above industry averages we don't know why the the ads aren't converting these should be converting and you could just step back and leave that but your kpi and your goal is to get whatever x is say four times rows like you said so you talk to the team that's in charge of the landing page or the conversion rate optimization journey and you kind of build from there because you're all working towards the same yeah. KPI, right? You don't want separate KPIs for each other. It's yeah. this one that underpins everything. Yeah. I think that, again, it's that wider like business view on, yeah, yeah everyone's end goal is to drive profitable revenue. Mm-hmm. So if, if, the, if the problem is with conversion rate, then we really need to shift our focus and that's what we do to you know helping the client produce a better landing page or uh, you know whatever the individual case dictates Mm. otherwise we're just we're working on the wrong thing yeah you're never going to fix it and you're probably going to turn off ads that 
would be generating some really good revenue if you fix that missing link, link in the chain yeah. or the broken link in the chain. Yeah, which is why I was mentioning about those softer metrics earlier. Like, yes, you've got the ROAS and everything, but like, if you can't see that for whatever reason, but there's things that underpin what well, this this looks like we're getting the right people through. It looks like we're getting in front of the right people and they're engaging with it. That step you just mentioned about is so crucial because you could just can off something that's profitable for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, what's your what would you say, I guess, to round up, what was your what's your biggest lesson that you've learned when it comes to setting targets? I think never assume that you that your answer is always a hundred percent right. Hmm. I think that would be for me I like I think some people get really like attached to what they've set and that they live or die by it. But I think admitting you might have been wrong. Yeah. It's quite a good one. Like normally we don't want to sound, normally we get it right but i think it's actually harder to be like look we need to refocus on this and i actually think that's a bigger skill and challenge than like going we've got all this data and we're getting it right so i'd say i guess it's a little bit of a different one but i'd say that yeah i i agree i think probably for me it's the there has to there's a really fine balance between being ambitious which is important yeah because like people hire us to help them grow their business yeah, yeah. and there has to be ambition and yeah. we're all ambitious people exactly but also being realistic because mm-hmm. an unrealistic goal serves no one yeah you know um and if you're not hitting it everyone gets demoralized and yeah. you know it's not nice it's not good um but you have to have something that is ambitious enough to getting growth be viable for the mm-hmm. business uh etc etc and, and challenge a, us and challenge yeah. us yeah exactly and challenge everyone to kind of yeah. get to that next point and i think that's a really fine delicate balance mm-hmm. and i think all the points that you were making about it's not just a set a number and forget it it's constantly reviewing is it right where are the blockers you yeah. know do we need to refocus on this can we increase it yeah do we have to decrease it for a bit while yeah. we test it's also contextual, mm-hmm. but it's such a fine balance, I yeah. think, yeah. on that front. It's definitely not as straightforward as like, you know, it would just seem of like, right, we're going to go for that number based on what we know and that's it. So, um, yeah, I think big thing for me is just always conversation around it and it's a different way of thinking probably than it was two years ago, Yep, I'd say. <clears throat> and but, honesty as well. Yeah. You know, though... I think one of the things that we're quite good at, maybe to the detriment of winning business sometimes, is being completely honest. Mm. And we will never go into a pitch and promise a number that we don't think we can achieve. Yeah. If I saw a pitch now, if I sat in on a pitch, for example, that wasn't us, and I saw whether it was an agency or just like some an internal pitch, and they were like, we're going to get a row of five on Facebook ads from this amount of spend, I'd probably call bullshit yeah um but i wouldn't have two years ago yeah um and that's what you said we're quite honest around those things now like this is where we're at today this doesn't mean you wouldn't get a verse of five blended but you're not going to probably see it in in the platform in the platform but that's not a negative that's what you have to get like it's not a negative that you're not seeing that if you're getting a verse of spending the same verse has gone down but your revenue is still growing and you haven't really changed anything it's probably still working yeah 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 so and that's yeah. why those kpis are so important yeah and looking yeah the right looking lens beyond. on the right kpi yeah. with the right context 
it all just it underpins everything, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, good luck to anyone in the position of setting targets yeah. and picking the right KPIs. Uh, it is definitely a challenge. But an exciting challenge, I think. Yeah, yeah. big time. And I, I genuinely think if you can really pin it down and get a figure that you're confident will guide your decision making it's a massive competitive advantage at the moment because Mm. everyone's in the same boat yeah totally agree cool look thanks for uh to everyone for listening um subscribe and we'll see you next time thanks dan for joining me cheers john pleasure as always thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode please do come and subscribe join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business See you next time.